What's going on guys and welcome back to the Bar Down Performance Podcast. This is episode 3. We're going to be talking all about supplements today. The good, the bad, and the ugly, but we'll get to that. Uh, first off, we want to start by just saying thank you for such great feedback from our last episode. It means a lot to us that you guys are liking it and want to hear more. Uh, for those who have not listened to the last episode yet, go back and do so. It doesn't have to be right now, but definitely check that out. We talked about in-season training and outlined exactly how you're supposed to be training in the way room uh, to be your best game in and game out. We also posted a five-week in-season program on our Instagram page, which is at Bar Down Performance, um, that you can use for yourself as a reference. Uh, we posted it to our, what we posted to our Instagram account would cost you about four hundred dollars if you hired a strength coach. Um, so uh, you're welcome for that. Uh, basically, how to use that? Um, go go back and listen to episode two if you haven't yet, so you understand how to use it. Basically, it's a five week program that's periodized for you, so you peak for the big games of the season. Um, basically, let's say you have a game and uh, in three weeks that you want to be ready for. Um, of course, you want to be ready for all the weeks, but let's say you have a big game in three weeks. It's like a must win. So what you do is you go back three weeks in the program. So it's week five, four, three. You're gonna start at week three, and you're gonna do that followed by week four, followed by week five, so you peak for that game. Uh, Go back and listen to the episode if you haven't. Um, That way you understand how to use it. But uh, as we said before, as of right now, we don't sell any products. We have no sponsors, so everything we say is unbiased and backed by science. We are here to help you, and we just ask a fa- uh, we just ask a few favors that you would recommend us to a friend or a teammate or a family member that might take something out of this. Uh, the bigger we get, the more we'll be able to share, and the more information we'll be able to get across. So please share this episode with someone uh, if you find it helpful. We want to get as many uh, guests on this show as we possibly can to really help you guys out in the weight room, because um, that that's gonna be the huge part. Um, you guys know what you're doing on the ice. If you don't, there's there's companies out there that will help you on the ice. But you ice is expensive. You can't always be at the on the ice, but you can't always be at a gym. So that's what we're here to do: is help you off the ice so you can always be bettering yourself. All right, so let's get into today's topic, which is supplements. Uh, before we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, we want to just get the message across that supplements are not the end-all, be-all. They are not the magic fix that you're looking for. They are supplements, and they do exactly that. They supplement the diet. They are there for help. If you're taking a protein supplement, you still need to be eating protein in your diet. If you're taking a fish oil, you should still be eating fish. They are not the fix and not the replacement. This is just something you have to remember. I was talking to one of my athletes the other day, and we are talking about those new uh, green superfood supplements. I am very impressed with these new green supplements, and I actually do take one myself. But the conversation I had with this athlete led him to say that he no longer eats vegetables because he gets them through the supplement. This is what you must avoid doing. You still need to eat whatever you're supplementing for. The supplement will help fix the holes in your diet, but you cannot rely on them to do the work. The truth is, supplements alone are not are not that good at what they do. How many of you have taken a mass gainer but didn't gain a single pound? On the flip side, how many have taken a fat burner and actually put on more weight? If that happened to you, it's because you were relying on the supplement to do the work. In reality, in order to get the supplement to do their jobs, you actually have to tune up your diet even better than what you normally do in order to get the supplement to work. Just remember, as we talked about before, the supplements are are not the end-all, be-all. We talk, what we talk about today 
Just remember, they're not the complete answer to your prayers. So let's dive right into the bad and the ugly first. Um, we are going to talk about actual supplements here in a minute, but I want to address a couple issues with the supplement industry um, today. Uh, first, so first off, there are so many supplement companies out there. It's hard to keep them all straight. I go to the Arnold Classic every year in Columbus, Ohio, and every single year I go, there are more and more supplement companies popping up. So here's my first piece of advice. If you've never heard of them, don't buy from them just yet. They might be the next best thing, but normally a startup supplement company has a lot of things to pay for. So you know where they cut the costs to make a bigger part profit margin? on the ingredients that they put into the supplements. They need they, their products need to look the best. They need to taste the best. So they spend all their money on marketing and label creation and don't leave any money for healthier ingredients. They add things like artificial sweeteners to make the product taste better and take out things like high quality proteins because they cost more than like soy leucine or a or a filler protein. So here's my first piece of advice. A new company might have the coolest looking products or the best motivational videos, but let them build their name first. If you don't want to wait, look at the ingredients in the products. If they all check out, get them because I'm sure not all startup companies do what I'm talking about, but walking around the Arnold Classic, checking out these labels after label on these new companies' products, I can tell you that that is the case most of the time. Now, here's why I tell you to wait. The companies that are true, the companies that are willing to uh, put the good ingredients in there will last. The companies that, that don't, that only spend the money on the marketing and the label creation and the videos and all, all that stuff, they die fast. So that's why I say to wait. Just let them build their name when they become bigger, when they start getting more build up, when they start getting um, like more strength coaches like me or other nutritionists talking about them, that's when you buy. Okay, issue number two uh, with the supplement company is a cross-contamination risk. Now, I looked into starting my own supplement line and it's still on my bucket list of things to do. But here's what you need to know about how supplements are made. Most of these brands create their formulas and send them off to a factory, either out of country or somewhere cheap, that does everything for them. Basically, they create the formula, make the label, and design the packaging, and then tell the, the factory exactly what they want, and the factory does it for them. Now, this isn't, this isn't a bad thing. This is how things work. What you don't know is how well the factory cleans the equipment, the mixers, the machines, and the belts. This can lead to cross-contamination. Con cross and when I say cross-contamination, I'm not talking about salmonella or E. coli or anything like that. What I'm saying is that if a product it says it's banned substance-free or soy-free or gluten-free or anything of that nature and you buy it thinking that it is, one of the factories there might not have cleaned everything right and something that's either a banned substance or what you don't want gets into your product. Here's the best example that we, that we could possibly give to you. Nate Schmidt of the Goldest Vegan Night, Vegas, Goldest Gold, I can't even speak right now. Nate, let's start over. Nate Schmidt of the Vegas Golden Knights, there we go, was suspended for 20 games this year for violating the NHL's CBA position on substance abuse. In the report, the NHL found one one billionth, one one billionth of a particle that has been banned by the league in his, in, uh, in his body. 
And by today's NHL rules and regulations, this was a suspendable offense. Let's put that into perspective. If you take one little grain of salt and put it into a standard-sized swimming pool, that is how much they found in Nate Schmidt in his drug result test. That is how much they found. Looking into the case, it was a cross-contamination case. Schmidt wasn't taking anything that he shouldn't have been, but he was taking a supplement that was made in one of these factories, and it wasn't the, the materials weren't clean, and a banned substance got into it. However, the supplement he was taking uh, were made in a factory that I'm talking about right now. Um, he was unaware of this, and I felt so bad for him because it's like normally in these in these cases you look into it, and um, it's like, okay, they're lying. In this case, it honestly wasn't. In the NHL report, it actually says like, okay, we barely found any, but we found some, so he's gone. Um, here's a little eye opener. The factory that I looked into doing, uh, do, the factory that I looked into for making the supplement, the, my supplement line, made over 280 different supplement brands and products, including some very big names that I unfortunately signed an agreement that I could not share those names. So for legal reasons, I cannot say um, which ones are being made at this, the factory I was looking at. Um, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. 280 different supplement brands, and I'm sure it's more than that now because I was looking over a year ago, um, use the same factory. They, It's not a big factory. They literally do an order, clean everything, and do the next order. That's how it works. So that was an eye-opener to me. That blew my mind, and that's how things like this become um, become present. Um, so the Nate Schmidt thing is exactly what I'm talking about is the cross contamination where literally one one billionth of a particle can get into your system. And if you are, if you have a job that's not allowed certain things, or you are, if you are an athlete who gets drug tested, these things can pop up and that's what you have to avoid. So that is issue number two I have with the supplement company today. Issue number three with the supplement company today would be the fillers. I read this article a while back about a fat burner that's no longer on the market. You'll understand why here in a minute. Uh, a lot of people were not seeing any results despite having good reviews. So the scientists took a look at the fat burner and opened it up and to see what was really inside. They found out that the company put inside the pill was 10% caffeine, which is good. You need caffeine probably at a much higher level um, to actually see results um, in a fat burner. But... It was 10% caffeine, 90% flour. You know the stuff you cook with? This is this this is a prime example of a filler. A lot of companies do this because the FDA does not regulate supplements, so companies don't actually have to put the correct ingredients on the bottle. Isn't that terrifying? So in this fat burner, you were paying $150 for 60 servings of flour pills. Not even sugar pills, flour pills. Now, how do you know if your favorite companies use fillers? Unfortunately, you don't. This is why I've done my research, and honestly, there's only three brands that I take today, which I'll talk about later, and trust me, um, I 
I'm not, again, I'm not biased. These are just the ones I've done my research on, the ones that I've found I like the best, the ones that put in, that don't use the fillers, that don't put in um, the cheaper proteins. Of course, they're, they're more expensive, but that's what you, that's what you have to, you have to pay more if you want to get better ingredients. So those are the three biggest issues with the supplement company today on a like uh, manufacturer level. Now let's talk about supplements themselves. So what I'm going to do now is talk about two supplements that are just a total waste of your money. One supplement that could be useful but more than likely isn't and then three supplements, really four, uh, I grouped two of them together, but uh, three supplements that I would recommend to every athlete and hockey player out there. <coughs> um, then we're going to rip a few brands uh, for false claims and um, for just being freaking stupid. Then we're going to get into the brands I trust myself. And um, I, 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 I'm going to avoid using brand names to, to not cause any issues when I talk about the bad. Um, however, there is uh, two, sub, two companies I don't mind ripping on because of the crap they've pulled. Um, but first, let's, let's talk about... Um, the the supplements that are unfortunately just a complete waste of your money. Um, so let's begin. Um, let's start with product number one that is more than likely a complete waste of your money. Even though it is by far the most popular supplement out there, it would have to be pre-workouts. Yes, pre-workouts. Pre-workouts are very overly priced for what you actually get out of them. There have been multiple studies done that came out of the NSCA and the AS ACSM that have tested pre-workouts versus just plain black coffee versus placebo. And guess which group saw the best results? You probably think I'm going to say placebo, but no, it would actually be the black coffee. You don't need all the crap they throw into these pre-workouts like creatine nitrate, beta-almine, or my favorite, quote-unquote, energy blends that they won't actually tell you what's in the energy blend. Um, now, I will talk about this later, but the only form of creatine that actually works is creatine monohydrate. Not HLC, not creatine blends, just plain and simple creatine monohydrate. I have yet to see an actual study done that proves otherwise. I know that all these companies who sell other forms of creatine will tell you otherwise, but I can show you proof and I will tell you proof later why they are dead wrong. Energy blends are just buzzwords that they put on the labels to get you excited about the product. Uh, if you really look into what these companies put into their energy blends, it's like sunflower oils or uh, sucrose and other pointless things. Um, basically, it's just a blend to get it to taste better. Now, uh, beta-alanine alanine is, is in every pre-workout, and honestly, it should be. Um, but you need it in much more of a quantity than most companies put into their products. Beta alanine um, is used to open up the blood vessels and help with fatigue. However, most companies only put a few hundred grams in the product. To get this to actually work, you need levels of like a thousand milligrams. Um, so, uh, I mean a thousand grams. So, um, this is actually a funny story. I was talking to a guy who started his own product line and I was looking at his pre-workout and it only had about 50 grams of beta alanine in it. And I asked him why so little and his reply actually shocked me. He was he said that the beta alanine uh, makes your lips and face tingle, which is true. So he put enough in it to, to make that happen so that you think his product is working, 
right there is a dead sign that this company does not care about helping you. They want your money. They want you to think that the product is working and they don't give a rat's ass if you actually see your results off of it. You are honestly better off drinking black coffee before your workouts than pre-workouts just because of this factor alone. Doesn't even compare to price of like the price the price of pre-workout to black coffee is just there there isn't a comparison. Um if you do want to take a pre-workout, not every pre-workout is total crap and the the issue is the combination just isn't enough. You can go out there and get the ingredients that work and put them together cuz they sell all these ingredients separately. You can get beta alanine in its own thing, creatine monohydrate in its own thing, and a couple other things that you're going to need, put it together in a in a formula that works and take that. But in order to get the results, you're not going to see them off of off of pre-workout. I'm sorry, but that's just the hard truth. You're better off drinking black coffee before the workout than taking a, a your standard pre-workout. Just because these companies don't put enough of these things in there. If you research all the ingredients that go into pre-workouts, they look great. But here's the thing: in order to make a pre-workout have enough to uh, have enough of these ingredients to actually work, dude, you're gonna be paying like eighty dollars for a 30, uh, 30 serving jar. That's just a hard truth. They know no one's going to pay that. So they put their, they, they minimize the formulas to make a bigger product, to make a bigger profit. And that's where you guys lose out, unfortunately. All right. Supplement number two that you should not waste your money on would have to be fat burners. Uh, you have to remember there is no magic pill. There is no, you take this and you lose the weight sort of thing. A fat burner will only work if used correctly. But what is a fat burner? Well, most of the time it's a caffeine pill. Caffeine is the world's number one fat burner. It speeds up your heart rate, which speeds up the muscle contractions, which in return burns more calories, which burns more fat. So if you use a fat burner that does not have caffeine in it, Go throw that out right now because it's 100% crap. Complete waste of your money. A fat burner has to have caffeine in it. A good fat burner will have a time-release capsule so the effect lasts longer throughout the day. You should not eat before taking one. And remember, you still have to exercise while on the fat burner. Taking a fat burner and not exercising is the exact same thing as using a fat burner without caffeine. Um, take the fat burner. Work out because your blood, your your heart rate's elevated, the muscle contraction rate is elevated. You're gonna burn more calories while on a fat burner if you work out while you're on it. But once again, uh, unless it's a time release capsule, save your money, drink black coffee, same effect, half the cost. Now let's talk about the one supplement that could be a waste of your money, uh, but could also be very helpful for you. Um, that would be BCAAs, which stand for branch chain amino acids. What is an amino acid? Well, proteins are made up of hundreds of smaller units called amino acids. They are attached to one another by peptide bonds, forming a longer chain. Eating beef, pork, turkey, chicken, eggs all helps you get your amino acid requirements. Most animal proteins have about 9 grams of amino acids. And uh, dairy products such as milk, yogurt, cheese provide essential amino acids as well as contain about 8 grams of protein per serving. 
Now, there are about 21 amino acids, but only nine of them are considered essential to your health. I won't bore you with which ones are essential and which ones are not, but we will post that to our to our uh, Instagram page and our Twitter, so you guys can go check that out uh, for yourself so you know which ones to look for. Um, if you are taking a BCAA product, make sure they have most of the essential ones because those are the ones that you need, the ones your body can't produce on its own. Um, so, uh, now if you eat a good diet, if you get enough protein, if you eat, if you're 150 pounds, you eat 150 grams of protein every day, you do not need a branch chain amino acid product. In fact, it would be completely useless for you to have a branch chain amino acid product. Um, but if you have a diet that lacks protein, a BCAA could be right for you. Just make sure it has most of the essential amino acids in the product, which again, we will post our IG page because those that are um, those are the amino acids that help build stronger muscles and help build these proteins back up. BCAAs are only needed if you do not hit your protein intake goal for the day. So let's change directions and talk about the good, the fun stuff. A lot of supplements can be good. They can be helpful and give you an edge that they give you the edge that you're looking for in a world of processed foods and deep fried everything. There are three supplements, really four, I just grouped two of them together, that I would recommend to everyone who plays hockey or a power and explosive sport. The first supplement would be whey protein isolate. When you're buying a protein supplement, you have a large variety of options. You have whey protein, whey protein isolate, casein protein, soy protein, pea protein, and about 10 others right down to quote-unquote bone protein. I have no idea what that is. Um, but which one is best? Well, they all serve their purpose. They all have different um, different reasons. But for right after a workout, you want to look for a good whey protein isolate. Whey protein isolate removes all the junk that can be found in whey. Whey protein comes from cow's milk. It is a it is rich in your body's essential amino acids, and if you're taking a whey protein supplement, you more than likely don't need a BCAA supplement. Isolate undergoes more processing, which results in a higher quality protein content. It has less carbs, less lactose, and less fat. Your two biggest types of whey protein is whey protein isolate and whey protein concentrate. The difference is that the isolate removes the things like lactose and fat, so it's a more, more pure substance. A protein that has a higher volume of whey protein concentrate can potentially mess with your stomach, especially in those who are uh, sensitive to dairy. Avoid soy proteins. Soy protein is a plant-based estrogen, the female sex hormone. It uh, it has a higher, it has an estrogen-like effect in the body. It helps the body in fat storage, which can let's let's be honest, is the complete opposite of what we're looking to do, and also aids uh, aids in the likelihood of breast cancer and sexual reproduction problems. Now, in the short term, those two things are very unlikely, but still, uh, but it's still possible. Long term, you can see major issues with these problems. So, how do you know if you are taking a good protein supplement? Look at the label. When you buy a protein, don't just turn it around and go, oh, it has 30 grams of proteins, and then take it and walk away with it. 
Look at the ingredients. My friends always hated going to GNC with me because I would take a look. They would take a look at the protein and just be like, "Oh, sweet! It has a higher protein uh, content than fat content," and then walk away with it. I'd take it and look at it and like, "Uh, but it has soy in it, and it's mainly protein concentrate, and other that, and just completely ruin it for them." Um, so when looking for a protein, look at the label. Don't worry about the claims or what it says it can do or why it's different than every other protein out there. Whey protein is whey protein. It honestly, every whey protein works the same. The fact that one whey protein does things that the other whey proteins can do is complete bullshit. Like if it's whey protein, it's going to do what whey protein does. Uh, the ingredients are written from the most to the fewest. So the first couple ingredients you see are the ones that are in it are in the protein the most. Um, there are the very first ingredient should be protein or a protein blend. If it's if if you're buying a protein supplement and the first ingredient is not some type of protein, it's a crap protein. Don't get it. Um, if you make sure. Uh, sorry. Okay. It it. It is uh, important that you get one with protein isolate. Protein isolate is it's faster absorbing and it has less of the crap that can mess with your stomach. Um, if it has any soy protein in it, put it down. Once again, soy soy protein is cheap, so companies put it in there as a filler. That is one way you can find out if it has a filler. If a protein has soy protein in it, it is a filler because it cuts down on cost. They even hide this towards the end with calling it like soy leucine. Um, lastly, make sure, <clears throat> make sure that it has no artificial sweet sweeteners. Um, and if it does make sure it's closer to the end of the supplement list, I prefer that you get one without it, but I know how hard that is to find artificial sweeteners are in everything. The most popular one is sucrose. Um, I doubt I said that right, but, um, it is the most popular one. And one thing I do want to touch on, there's a big thing coming out with sugar alcohols now. Sugar alcohols are not bad. Uh, your body can't store them, so it is actually a better it is a better form of sugar. However, if you eat too much of it in one day, it can mess with your stomach. And believe me, I found out this I found this out the hard way. So if you get something with uh, sugar alcohols in it, probably keep your total daily sugar alcohol content um, below 15 grams just to be on the safe side. Supplement number two on my list is, on my good list, is creatine monohydrate. Creatine monohydrate is the most studied and most looked at supplement in the world and has been deemed one of the safest supplements because the side effects are very minor. Uh, they could include stomach cramps if you take too much. And the one that I see in most people, and I do get my get so myself, is I just get very thirsty. But your body needs more water because it's storing water with it, so that's why it gets thirsty. Um, but uh, it needs the water to work. So what is creatine? Creatine is a substance that is found naturally in the muscle cells. Um, it helps your muscles produce energy during heavy lifting or high intensity exercises. Studies show that it can increase muscle size, strength, and exercise performance. Creatine is a supplement that you can take every day whether you work out or not and it gets stored in the muscle with water to be ready to be used when, re when needed. Now, one important side note is that it, creatine needs to store water to work. If companies tell you that their product 
uh, is better because it doesn't store water, then what they're telling you is they mo- remove the stuff from the product to save money and it actually doesn't work. That is the most important thing. A lot of companies are coming out with quote-unquote creatine that doesn't store water as a selling point because, I mean, if you look at it, it, it you add some definition because of the water and it's a false big. And people see that as a negative when it's really not a negative. If anything, it makes you look better. Now, the issue becomes if you stop taking the creatine, you lose that. I mean, it's it's not a big deal. Um, so I actually have a funny story. Um, one of the companies we're going to tear to shreds later is called Shreds. Um, they have extremely overpriced products and it's it's actually it's actually hysterical some of the claims they make so i was looking at some of their supplements and they were charging roughly a hundred dollars for 30 servings of creatine monohydrate remember what i said about the whey protein that if it if it has any claims like don't it's it's whey protein whey protein is whey protein well it's the same with creatine monohydrate so they were a little message board popped up it was like hey is there anything we can help you with so me being the jackass i kind of am started messaging back and was like uh no lol and they go lol is something wrong i go yeah why are you charging so much for creatine monohydrate and they go, oh, well, our creatine's different. It doesn't store water. And I went back with the whole scientific thing about how you need water to make it work. They legit disconnected from the chat immediately. And then I go on to Instagram a little bit later and I see an ad by them because like, you know how it works. You start Googling something like you'll get your ads on Instagram. I click on their profile and I'm blocked. I am blocked by shreds on my profile um, through our little message board. I thought that was hysterical. Now I have these pictures of this conversation cause I, I, I thought it was funny. Um, so I started taking screenshots to send to one of my professors and then all of a sudden they disconnected, which just made it so much better. I still have these pictures. I will post these to the Instagram so you can see, and you guys can go tear apart shreds too. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about other forms of creatine. There are a couple other forms of creatine out there. Um, one of the bigger ones is HCL, or it's called creatine HCL. It stands for creatine hydrochloride. Here's the thing with it. Um, it claims to be a more acidic version of creatine. Your body doesn't like to store acidic things. The research isn't there yet on the effectiveness of, H, uh, of uh, HCL, but... Uh, but the studies I've read that had uh, creatine hydrochloride versus creatine monohydrate, the monohydrate, it was always the way to go. Um, there's also creatine blends that have that have come into stores so um, that they're added to products or just they're, they're just stupid expensive and make claims that um, creatine itself doesn't actually do. Um, so I would definitely stay away from the creatine blends. A GNC sells one big one. It has like seven different forms of creatine. Honestly, I think they make up half of them. But um, creatine is cheap. It is uh, the, the one I sell at the gym. The one I buy for myself is $20 for 100 servings. 
The only ingredient that should be in the creatine is creatine monohydrate. That's it. There's no taste to it. You add it with a drink. You add it to your, your chocolate milk. You add it to your iced tea. You add it to your BCAAs. There's no flavor to it. Um, it's That's all it should be. If you're spending anything more than $20, you're, you're, your odds are getting ripped off. Now, there is a myth out there about creatine loading, and it basically goes take 20 grams a day for the first two weeks, then back off five grams a day, uh, five grams a week until you get to five grams a day. It's complete bullshit. Uh, supplement companies have come up with this so you can buy more product. The supplement company's goal is to get you to buy their products every month. So how do you get how do you get people to buy something that you sell for 100 servings for $20? You come up with this myth about creatine loading. Creatine loading has been disproved and uh if you don't use the creatine, you just pee it out. Uh, creatine is safe, it's effective, and will help you in the weight room and on the ice. All right, so the next supplement that I would recommend, and honestly, this is for everyone on the planet, um, as long as your doctor approves, I can't actually say that, um, but it would be multivitamins and fish oils. Yes, I know they're boring, and yes, I know you're like, wait, I waited all this time, and you're going to tell me to take a freaking vitamin, but hear me out. Your diet isn't perfect. There's no that's no secret, and don't be the one trying to tell me that it is. Vitamins help fill the gaps that you miss. When the gaps are filled, and you get and you are getting the correct number of vitamins and minerals in your body, uh, your body's chemical processes become much quicker and more effective. You become a healthier overall person. Your body, because your body has what it needs at a cellular level to do what it needs to do. Vitamins won't help you lose weight and they won't help you gain muscle, but they do set you up for more success, for much more success. They make those goals easier to obtain if you do if you if you do everything right because they fill the gaps. Um, the other is fish oils. Fish oils decrease inflammation in the body. They're rich in omega in omega three oils, which decreases swelling. They lubricate the joints, and if you take it on the daily, uh, if you take it on a daily basis, it helps keep you going for years to come. These are two. These two are the most important things that I've talked about yet today. They're the easiest to take and have the biggest upside to them. I know they're boring. I know you want supplements that are going to make you make you the biggest animal you can possibly be, but these help. And if all else, they help with the immune system. They make you healthier. They make your cells stronger. They make your immune system stronger. Um, just they're they're overall good products that everybody should be using to just get that little bit of an edge. Guys, you should be taking every edge you can take. And when all you got to do is pop a pill. Um, in the morning that gets you all of their vitamins and your fish oils for the day. Um, it, it, you have a much brighter start to the day. So the last things I want to touch on are some brands out there. Now, again, we have no sponsors. So everything I'm saying is totally unbiased. Uh, this comes from my years in the industry, looking into the best brands out there. When it comes to me and my supplementation, I really only buy from three brands out there. Now, I've tried over 60 different brands in my years of training, and through all my research, I've came to these three brands that uh, are best known through the, through the industry for not using fillers, for using real 
products. They're of course more expensive, but I mean, you gotta pay for what you want. So my top three are Optimal Nutrition, or ON, BSN, and First Form. All three of these companies do an amazing job keeping the junk out of the products. They keep them clean and have no fillers. They're of course on the more expensive side, but that's simply because the ingredients are higher quality. Now, as I said, I tried over 60 brands in my years of training, but everything has led me to these and I'm most happy with these brands. Uh, that does not mean that these are the only three brands out there that are good. If you like a brand, just do your research. Not every product by every brand is bad. Now, with that being said, there's some products that, that uh, these three companies come out with that I don't take. Um, of course, they all make pre-workouts. I looked into all of them. They're they're not good. I tried. I honestly tried. I, I really shouldn't say it. I tried First Form's pre-workout, and I mean, I kept getting sick. I kept feeling so sick during the workout. Um, it's not. It's not every brand is going to do everything perfect, and that's what you have to know. Don't be the one brand guy who just buys everything from one brand. You got to space out because if they make a good protein, they might not always make a good uh, a, a pre-workout, or they might not make a good uh, fish oil. So um, basically, just. Don't settle. Keep looking. Do your research. Make sure you know what you're putting into your body. Now, let's have some fun and talk about some of the bad brands. Bad brands. Um, first is GNC. Okay, I'm a Pittsburgh guy, and I know that they're based out of Pittsburgh, but come on, guys. They were just recently sued for not having things that they said are in their products in their products. They are so overpriced, and all their proteins have soy in them. Um, right down to their mass gainer. How can you get – They, I, I literally was looking at one of their mass gainers and had all this good stuff, and then they add soy protein in there. Not even soy leucine, like legit soy protein. I mean it's going to help you gain fat, so I guess you're gaining mass, but this is a prime example of they don't care. They just want to put this in there so you get – like if, if your goal is to gain mass and the weight goes up on the scale – mission accomplished right got to remember it got to be good weight um and soy protein does not does not do that now i'm talking when i talk about gnc is their actual products um they're of course a, a superstore who sell all these different types of brands but i'm talking about gnc products like their uh their uh geez their xxx ripped or whatever it's called like um, they're all overpriced. They're all have soy in them. And I've honestly been very disappointed over and over again with the GNC products. Number two, as I already talked about them before is shreds. Um, they will tell you anything you want to hear to get you to buy their ridiculously overpriced supplements. As I said before, I'm going to put up my screenshots on the IG and Twitter page. They blocked my personal account and, uh, I, I don't even know how they got my personal account, but um, that's that that what ha that's what happened. So um, I, I'm starting to think: should I tag them in my post uh, when I post to the account? Let me know what you think. Um, I don't want to start a war, but I I do want to have some fun. So uh, that those are the only two brands I'm going to talk about. There's a third, but 
this guy, it's not really the brand. He he has good products. It's that gym brand. Uh, he has very good products. Some good products. Some very iffy ones. But um, the guy himself, uh, Jim Stepani, is just an, a, a madman. Uh, if you say anything bad about him, he just go- makes a YouTube video and just absolutely destroys what your brand is known for. And uh, he fights with you about everything. It's like, listen... Um, again, he makes good products. Uh, if you haven't looked into his lawsuit yet, please look into his lawsuit. It's by far the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, apparently, and I don't think I have the details right, but I'm just going to tell you what I, what I heard and what I read. Um, so bodybuilding.com made the brand and just basically used him as the mascot for it. And like the guy to talk about it. And then he took the brand to GNC and got it in there and bodybuilding.com is like yo dumbass like it's our brand you didn't have the right to do that so it's legit a bodybuilding brand being sold in their rival store i'm like come on how dumb do you have to be um again not all of his products are bad there's some that i actually am very interested in that i'm actually looking into as we speak but i just the guy's a nutcase um, so, all right, I think we've ran long enough. We're going to skip the uh, question portion for this show, and we're just going to pick up with there next week. We'll we'll do a couple more questions than we normally do. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode because, boy, we shared a lot of information. Uh, all, again, all we ask is that if you found this useful, please share with a friend or teammate. We want to grow this as much as we can so we can, uh, so we can share more, so we can do more. Uh, follow us on Instagram. It's at bardownperformance. And follow us on Twitter at bdperformance underscore. Send us your questions, topic suggestions on our website, which is bardownperformance.com. Uh, thank you guys so much. We will catch you next week.